Hey, you're listening to the Boss You Podcast with Susan Hyatt and Laura Wagner. I'm Susan Hyatt. I'm a master certified life and business coach, an author, and entrepreneur. And I'm Laura Wagner. I'm a psychologist, a life coach, and a group fitness instructor. We're both moms and wives with full, busy lives. We're both obsessed with Beyonce. And we're both proud feminists who believe that women should have access to anything they want, personally, professionally, and financially. And we're both super passionate about the life coaching industry. Together, we started Boss University, which is a training program for women who want to become certified coaches and change people's lives through the art of life coaching. This is our podcast, and we hope this podcast gives you a big burst of energy. We hope it makes you laugh, and we hope it inspires you to charge after your goals like a boss. You can create any kind of life that you want, any kind of business that you want, and any kind of legacy that you want. There's nothing more powerful than a woman who has made up her mind and who has decided to boss up and go after what she wants. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode six of the Boss University podcast. I am Laura Wagner here with my partner and Boss U co-founder, Susan Hyatt. Holla. Holla. <laughs> Today we are talking about, oh my gosh, all of these are our favorite topics, <laughs> but one in particular that... Um, both of us share and it, there's a couple of ways that I think we're going to look at this and it's we're talking about um, be seen and making a scene and how that operates in terms of how you're living your life and especially in terms of how you're creating your coaching business and living your life as an entrepreneur. Yes, so um, one of the biggest reasons that I observe that coach entrepreneurs that I work with are not making the money that they want, are not serving the amount of people that they want and having the impact that they want is because there's a lot of inner work to be done on being seen in the world. And I love the online world as much as anybody else. I mean, I absolutely, it's an introvert's dream to be able <laughs> to communicate with people through social media, email people, and not actually have to physically be with them. I mean, it's absolutely amazing to me that I can host a webinar from my home office and people from all over the world can dial in and be a part of it. It's amazing and magical. But I think what can happen and what has happened is that people who are interested in becoming coaches and becoming entrepreneurs will see us, for example, they'll listen to this podcast and um, they will think that the only thing that you and I did, Laura, was plug up our microphones <laughs> and have some conversations. And yes, that is what we're doing today. But we also have to talk about to other living human beings <laughs> that we have a new podcast. There's a lot of seeing the people. Yes. That has to happen and being willing to be seen for this to become something that lots of people want to listen to. So um, when I say see the people, I mean that 
when I was in real estate, I had this real estate manager who would get so frustrated with a lot of the real estate agents in the office. And if a bunch of us were in the office having coffee, being very chit-chatty and not you know, out doing things in the world, he would go up and down the halls and yell, see the people, see the people, see the people. <laughs> and, and that was code for, you're not going to sell any houses standing around here looking at one another sipping coffee. Exactly. And we would get frustrated by him doing that, but he was right that, you know, agents then and coaches now want to ask, you know, how do you have the business that you have? And it's really that I'm willing to see the people and I'm willing to be seen on a regular basis. Yeah, and it's, I've found that it's a continued, it's something that I'm very used to now, but, um, it's kind of these two parts of myself that have sort of played um, into all of this. There's you and I are both introverts, which I know when some people are around us they, that maybe they don't understand what an introvert is, but because we're so we, we are seen and we're heard and, and we use our platforms, we gain our energy from turning inward and having that time of quiet to re-energize ourselves. So it's been interesting for me having those two parts of myself for which I think a lot of people um, that serve other people in personal development and wellness tend to not all the time, but tend to healers have this maybe more not withdrawn, but maybe just sort of more subtle approach in terms of, you know, sometimes I just call it plain old hiding out. I think maybe there's this school of thought that, well, I'm here to serve the people. I put it out there a couple of times. They should come. Now, I'm speaking to this because I can be, I've been, I won't say guilty of this, but I, I mean, there have been times that I've created things where I'm like, this is so magnificent. I'm just going to put it out here on the platter and the people should just know they need to sign up for this or be a part of it. But it's again, delivering it and seeing the people like Susan said, showing up again and again and maybe also deliberating with yourself over that part of you that's like, oh, my God, here I am showing up in someone's Facebook feed again or in their inbox or calling them on the phone. But, you know, we've talked about this before, Susan, if you do not ask for what you want in any realm of your life and you do not show up in front of people then how could you expect to get what it is you want or offer them and them take you up on the offer of what you would want them to participate in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I created um, a little Instagrammy uh, a couple weeks ago that instead of that ass, though, it says, <laughs> it says, <laughs> it says that ask, though, ask with a K, meaning it's, It's really, when you are in business, you have to develop the habit of being able to talk about what it is that you do and asking for people to be in a business relationship with you. So this is really different than... I think probably everybody can relate to at some time in their life or another, they've been to a furniture store and furniture store salespeople are some of the most aggressive salespeople I've ever encountered in the sense that 
Um, not all furniture stores, I'm making a generalization, but there are many furniture stores that if you walk in the front door, their people are trained to follow you through the store and yeah. try to sell you furniture. That's the way that they operate. And that kind of aggressive sales is what I see turning a lot of entrepreneurs into scared marketers. So they don't want to come across as the harassing furniture salesperson. Um, and so they'll do everything they can to avoid being labeled that way, including not sell anything, you know, so that no one can say, oh, she's too salesy or she's too much or she's too aggressive. And the thing is, is seeing the people and being seen um, doesn't have anything to do with aggression or being too salesy. And it has everything to do with using your voice, allowing people to know what you think and using different marketing vehicles to carry that message to people who really need to hear it. So, you know, when I say marketing vehicles, I mean things like a blog, a podcast, an ebook, um, a video series, a webinar. You know, there are tons of ways that you can reach your people and see them and open your mouth without being too salesy. Now, when, and that's being seen, but I think in terms of real business success, um, it's about being willing to consistently show up, not just in the news feed, but in front of people. So um, whether that means that you are going to conferences and pitching your services or in your local community showing up in front of people and talking about what you're excited about with your business, being seen, like there is, there is no way And, of course, people love to tell me the exceptions to these rules, like the guy who lives in a windowless basement in Brooklyn who wrote an e-book and now he's a millionaire and he didn't have to talk to anybody. You know, like, okay, I don't even know that that's really true. Um, But what I know about business is that you have to be willing to be seen. You can't fly below the radar and get a lot of business. It's an impossibility. Right. And know who your people are and go see them online and offline. Well, and I think that to piggyback on that is, you know, I'm thinking of what we're calling this podcast, which is be seen, make a scene. It's about showing up. And I think it's also about what you show up with and that really connects with people and what makes it for you and the consumer, the person that's going to hire you, be in your program, that takes, it builds an authentic relationship and not that furniture sales person just tagging your ass around the store. And, you know, to give example to that from both of our individual practices, I mean, if you were saying, Susan, about like, okay, so you have the make a scene program and what you talked about was, okay, I want women to be vocal about who they are and, you know, be disruptive in their lives in different realms. That's, you know, it's interesting. It's like, it's compelling, like, huh. But the, the birth of the make a scene, I like to call it movement that you have 
the genesis of that comes from a real true story that happened to you in that park that day when Mm -hmm. that girl was being accosted by her girlfriend and you made a scene and you stepped in and you helped these people. For me, one of the, my great loves right now that I was really inspired by my trip to Scotland with Susan was I have a new program coming out called move in the way will open. So it'd be one thing if I said to people like, well, this is going to help you lose weight or maybe do some new shit in your life. But I believe and live with all of my heart, body, and soul, and I know things about how movement has catapulted me into being seen as a woman and being a force of nature and intellect that has changed my life and helped me change other women's lives and that I can show people how to do that. That's a deeply personal resonating story with people. They're like, I want to know about that shit. How did you go from that lady with a really bad red hair dye job and basically wearing a blanket holding my daughter (laughs) when she's two and that tired face to being this like Amazon platinum blonde supernova and people want to know about those things. It feels Either, you know, your people will know what that if that feels good to them. And it's so I think it's, you know, we've taken those stories in our lives and it's it's there's an ease. I don't mean it's easy. Ease and easy are not the same things. What I mean by ease, it is Susan and I think we will really hit this out of the park in Boston University and teaching this that the ease is we are so connected with ourselves and speaking our truth and we are able to connect that with what we want to offer in our work that, you know, it comes as a sense of ease for, of course, people want to sign up for that. Of course, people want to do that. Yeah. Do we have to bust our ass to, to get it out there and be seen and all the nuts and bolts that work behind it for sure. But the creation of it and saying to people like, damn, you all, this is golden what I've got here. That's where the ease is because we tap into who we are. Mm-hmm. Beautifully said. And I think that um, a question for people listening could be, you know, am I allowing myself to be seen really? Um, yes or no. And mm-hmm. if I'm hesitating, if I'm like we talked about in an earlier episode, if I'm editing myself, um, there's a point I want to make here that if you are dramatically editing yourself and, and you're like, yeah, I'm seen, I'm allowing myself to be seen, but you're dramatically editing yourself and who you are, that is a big reason why if you do not have the business and the clients that you want, that's a big reason why. And I can tell you from personal experience that as I've grown as a woman and become much more outspoken and make a scene and all these things, that in the very early days, um, when I was just trying to figure all this out, and I was looking to my mentors as like, that's what a life coach is like. This the this is how life coaches are. And I was really editing myself. I was editing my mouth. <laughs> I was editing my <laughs> interests. I was editing my dress. You know, all those things. I was having... a a decent amount of success, but it wasn't until I stopped editing myself that there, that a lot of the real authentic, easy, fun, um, freedom filled success started to come. So 
ask yourself if you're allowing yourself to be seen, yes or no. And if it's yes, but you still feel like that's not helping you, ask yourself if you're editing yourself. And um, yes or no on that for people. And then also, um, if you're not allowing yourself to be seen, so if the answer to that was no, it's good to be conscious to why. Like, what are you scared is going to happen? So for me... I was really terrified that if people knew that I loved whatever, to watch American Idol and, um, you know, buy expensive shoes and um, dropped an F-bomb every now and again, that somehow that would make me less enlightened or less life coachy. <laughs> and um, I had to really get to the bottom of that, that I was, I think all of it, fear of being seen is... Human beings really want to belong and and feel appreciated and loved and all those things. And I had to learn how to give that stuff to myself. And then if I put myself out in the world to understand that my people would love the unedited version of me. And And we do. (laughs) Aw, thank you. (laughs) And the people who don't, that that's fine too. That there are other coaches out there that might be more aligned with how they like to show up in the world. But I think it's it's good to do some self-exploration here and see like, am I allowing myself to be seen? Yes or no? Why or why not? And also, being seen isn't just tweeting. (laughs) Okay, being seen isn't just having a pretty Instagram feed, you know, it's, it's showing up with a message, getting that message out to people, and seeing who it's not just about us, it's more about who are the people that we're trying to serve? What's the problem we're trying to solve? And am I showing up online and offline to where those people are so that they know I exist? Right. Absolutely. I think another thing in terms of being seen for coaches in particular, and you know, from knowing me as long as you have, and I having come into the realm of coaching via the therapy world, sometimes it's actually the logistics of being seen as a life coach because you have a paradigm around that or you think other people do in terms of whatever your qualifications are. Um, that, you know, there's all kinds of shit out there. A life coach is just a paid friend, blah, blah, blah. And and no, it ain't because you should go back and listen to our last (laughs) podcast about coaching is an art. And, (laughs) And I think it's like owning your message and then owning like who you are. And this is the work that you've stepped into. And I can remember, I think I've told you this, Susan, I had, um, my professional page, that um, is on Facebook for a long time said Laura Wagner LMFT that's my um, psychology designation and certified life coach and then one day a few years ago when I closed my therapy practice and I was like I am a fucking life coach this is what I do and I'm owning it and I get to create all my stuff and I love it and I just went in one night at like 10 o'clock at night and I was like I'm going to change the name of this this page to just Laura Wagner life coaching <laughs> pop up in messenger is susan hyatt and you think you said something like well it's about fucking time (laughs) (laughs) and but it was it was being seen in that way and saying this is what i do and who i am and it is an amalgamation of all the amazing stuff i do and i'm here to tell you about it 
and being really courageous with that each time you you step out and you put yourself in front of people. Yes. Yes. So and with your example, it was about just being clear and honest about the work that you're doing. Absolutely. And, yeah, you know, and, it, and it's very freeing when you so it is it's that work you spoke to Susan of like asking yourself, you know, who are you and what is going on? And what are your hesitations about showing up and being seen? And I also love what you said. It's I've seen in both of us. And it's something that you and I delight in for ourselves and with each other. As you are being seen and expressing your message, it's really interesting to me, and I see it in the women I work with, that like a physical transformation or shift in things in terms of embracing other parts of how you're seen, in terms of the clothes that you wear and the way your hair looks and how, you know, the shoes. And those are things I think, like you said, Susan, like I've always like really loved and have been passionate about those things, but kind of dialed it back a little bit. Cause I was like, well, shit, what does this have to do with, you know, I'm trying to help people have better lives. And actually it's all a part of it. And it's part of how I'm seen in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a really cool part of that um, transformative part of how you become the, the coach, the artist, and the person that's seen bringing your work into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so just like listening to you talk about that, it leads me to sort of clarify that being seen is so multi-layered. So there's there's the clarity in saying what it is I do as a coach. There, so being seen in that way, like this is what I do for a living, having a very clear, being able to clearly articulate, this is who I am as a coach, this is who I serve, and this is the problem that I solve. Then there's being seen, like actually being seen, allowing people to see what you look like and be, you know, show up in photography and in video. So a ton, and I know you work with them too, a ton of the coaches that I've worked with have delayed opening their businesses, pushing live on their websites, um, even um, having their Facebook profile have an actual photo of them. Like a lot of coaches will have like a pretty flower or a waterfall. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and sometimes like people do that who have no problem being seen. But most of the time when I see a pretty flower as a profile picture, I'm pretty clear or no, have a knowing that, that that precious woman is in some way hiding. Mm-hmm. And so there's literally being seen. And how are you holding back? I bring this up. This is a big part of the work that I do with women because um, I was going through some old photos with my daughter of of me when my children were much younger. And there actually aren't that many. And the reason there aren't that many photos of me with my children when they were young is because I would hide from the camera. So I would either volunteer, I would be like, no, 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 you guys get in. I'll take the picture um, so that I didn't have to be in it because I didn't want to be seen. Or I would hide behind everybody. So like you (laughs) might see me from the shoulders up um, and I'd have like anything, a cactus in front of me (laughs) instead of... (laughs) 
<laughs> instead of being seen. So I know what that feels like. So when I say that and I'm um, poking a little bit of fun at profile pictures that are, you know, waterfalls and flowers, it's because I know I know of which I speak. So you know, there, that is something else. If you're listening to this and you have really hesitated launching your business because you didn't want to have to get a headshot. Um, I actually coached a woman. Um, she was one of my ultimates and, uh, I don't do this program anymore, but I used to have this program called the ultimate and you could hire me for a whole year and you would have a coaching session every week for 50 weeks of the year. And then also there were a couple of weekend retreats with me included and it was intense. And I had this ultimate who was this, um, very successful woman in corporate America and, worked in HR and had been coaching for her company for years. Uh, but she got some additional coaching certifications and was going to work for herself. And a beautiful woman. Um, it, I can't even tell you how many months it took her to be willing to actually get a website put together. And once she did, once she sort of dealt with, she, she, admitted to me that, you know, she wasn't really moving forward on her business because, you know, she was like, can't I create a website and not have pictures of me on it? <laughs> and I was like, well, not really. I mean, not, <laughs> not as a coach. Um, people really want to see who they're dealing with. Right. And once we coached and realized what her stalling was all about was that she had gained some weight over the years when she was working in a job she didn't enjoy and she didn't want to spend the money on professional photography and she also didn't want people to because she was in her words overweight and she didn't want people to see her 50 pounds heavier than she had ever been once we really coached through that and she was willing to be in front of the camera and get her website up and running i mean she actually i think she was making half a million dollars almost immediately. Wow. And it was because she had all the experience and she had all the contacts and she everything she had everything except the ability or the willingness to be seen. And once she was willing to allow herself to actually be seen, she was off to the races. I was like, "Holy mother of God." Like her <laughs> her business I don't even know what it is right now because this was a couple of years ago. Absolutely rocking. And um, interestingly, and not, you know, a surprise, once she dealt with all that, you know, she shed the extra weight. And so she had to have new pictures taken and all that kind of stuff. And that's, you know, great. Well, and it's it this all like synthesizes what we've been talking about in these episodes. It's just that sense of she really touched all the things like that sense of play, fun, curiosity, seeing her work as an art, all of those things, you know, just funnel into, to being seen. They all, all roads lead to that. Um, and, you know, taking excellent care of yourself and how there's an ease to that and how that contributes to how you're showing up in the world. So, it it is it's it's being in the miracle of that. Mm -hmm. 
Mm, being in the miracle of it. Well, mm-hmm. so I'm going to challenge our listeners once again to go to our Facebook page and tell us, you know, tell us, are you willing to be seen? Yes or no? And if not, why not? And what do you need help with? And are you seeing the people, like really seeing them and not just tweeting at people? (laughs) I want to (laughs) know. We'll see you on the flip side. Yes, queen. We hope you loved this episode. Here's your next move. If you're curious about becoming a certified life coach, check out Boss University. Boss U is a coach certification program. If you're in the health and wellness industry, if you work as a therapist or a professor or a school guidance counselor, you run a company, manage a team at work, or if your work has anything to do with helping people reach their potential, then adding a life coaching certification to your toolkit would be an excellent move. Just go to bossuniversity.com to learn more about what you can do with a life coaching certification and why these skills are so valuable and applicable to almost any industry. At bossuniversity.com, you'll also see all the info about Boss University and you can decide if this is right for you. No pressure, of course. However, if you're shopping around for a certification program, our program is definitely the most fun. That is no joke. We roll out the red carpet for you. We feed you incredible food. We do training sessions in a gorgeous artsy hotel instead of a boring conference room. We make the training experience fun and beautiful and uplifting. Most importantly, we give you tons of business and marketing training because we don't just want you to become a great coach. We want you to become a great coach who makes great money. Again, the website is bossuniversity.com. Hop over, check it out, review the curriculum, read testimonials from our students, decide if this feels right for you, and meanwhile, feel free to listen to another Boss You podcast episode. See you in the next episode.